Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Shows. Today we're picking up with the story of Felicia and the Pot of Pinks. In part one, we met Felicia, her brother Bruno, who was quite mean, and the Queen of the Woods. We found out that Felicia, all she has to her name is a pot of pinks, a pot of flowers, and a silver ring which she has given to the Queen of the Woods because Bruno has taken the pot of pinks. And this is part two of Felicia and the Pot of Pinks. The first thing when she reached her room was to throw the cabbage out the window. But she was very much surprised to hear an odd little voice cry out, Oh! I'm half killed, and could not tell where it came from, because cabbages do not generally speak. As soon as it was light, Felicia, who was very unhappy about her pot of pinks, went out to look for it, and the first thing she found was the unfortunate cabbage. She gave it a push with her foot, saying, What are you doing here, and how dared you put yourself in the place of my pot of pinks? If I hadn't been carried, replied the cabbage, You may be very sure that I shouldn't have thought of going there. It made her shiver with fright to hear the cabbage talk, but he went on. If you'll be good enough to plant me by my comrades again, I can tell you where your pinks are at this moment, hidden in Bruno's bed. Felicia was in despair when she heard this, not knowing how she was to get them back. But she replanted the cabbage very kindly in his old place and as she finished doing it, she saw Bruno's hen and said, catching hold of it, Come here, you horrid little creature. You shall suffer for all the unkind things my brother has done to me. Ah, shepherdess, said the hen, don't kill me, I am rather a gossip, and I can tell you some surprising things that you will like to hear. Don't imagine that you are the daughter of the poor laborer who brought you up. Your mother was a queen who had six girls already, and the king threatened that unless she had a son who could inherit his kingdom, she should have her head cut off. So when the queen had another little daughter, she was quite frightened and agreed with her sister, who was a fairy, to exchange her for the fairy's little son. Now the queen had been shut up in a great tower by the king's orders, and when a great many days went by and she still heard nothing from the fairy, she made her escape from a window by means of a rope ladder, taking her little baby with her. After wandering about until she was half dead with cold and fatigue, she reached this cottage. I was the laborer's wife, and was a good nurse, and the queen gave you into my charge and told me all her misfortunes, and then died before she had time to say what was to become of you. As I never in all my life could keep a secret, I could not help telling this strange tale to my neighbors, and one day a beautiful lady came here, and I told it to her also. When I had finished, She touched me with a wand she held in her hand, and instantly I became a hen, and there was an end of my talking. I was very sad, and my husband, who was out when it happened, never knew what had become of me. After seeking me everywhere, he believed that I must have been drowned, or eaten up by wild beasts in the forest. That same lady came here once more and commanded that you should be called Felicia, and left the ring and the pot of pinks to be given to you. And while she was in the house, twenty-five of the king's guards came to search for you, doubtless meaning to kill you. But she uttered a few words, and immediately they all turned into cabbages. It was one of them who you threw out of the window yesterday. 
I don't know how it was that he could speak. I've never heard either of them say a word before, nor have I been able to do it myself until now. The princess was greatly astonished at the hen's story and said kindly, I am truly sorry for you, my poor nurse. I wish it was in my power to restore you to your real form, but we must not despair. It seems to me, after what you have told me, that something must be going to happen soon. Just now, however, I must go and look for my pinks, which I love better than anything in the world. And that is part two of Felicia and the Pot of Pinks. And we get quite a bit of backstory about young Felicia and her true lineage. All from a talking hen. Well, the mother to Bruno, actually. This is Dan Schultz from the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you'd like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Folktale Project. You can find us on Auto Radio, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you'd like to listen. And you can always head over to folktaleproject.com where you'll find a new story waiting for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As always... Thank you so much for listening.